0: Hello and welcome to the Colorful Plates Podcast, and on Mondays we take a look at what's happening in the world of fresh produce. I'm your host, Stephen Medina, and this is the week of July 16th, 2018. Our first segment is Three Things, where we give you three things to know and expect from the produce world. And in studio with us today is none other than Brian Denton, Marketing Director at Proact. Brian, what can you tell us about our three things this week?
1: If you've got an order going out with a distributor. If you have a good relationship with your distributor or your salesperson, they should be telling you about this, but I'm going to remind you that in the middle of July, all across the United States and Canada, from sea to shining sea, it's all about local produce right now. So In the Northeast, mid-Atlantic regions, you're looking at blueberries, squash, uh, some tomato varietals, peppers, corn. In the Southeast, of course, you've got your tomatoes, peppers, peaches, watermelons. It's peak season for those commodities. In the Midwest, celery, corn, peppers, and blueberries. Pacific Northwest. It's, it's again, those berries, cherries, beets, and pears. And in the Southwest, you guys are looking at cabbage, sweet potatoes, okra, melons. Make sure these are on your menus or that you're talking to your distributor to see if they've got good relationships with farms that are bringing them these great produce items. It's an amazing time to get the fresh local ingredients. It, it's really heating up. Speaking of heating up, um, nice little segue into number two, and that is look at the hot weather maps that are happening across North America. That's going to Tell you that if there are heat waves if there are triple digits if you have some uh, news anchor squawking at you about making sure you stay inside and stay hydrated that is code for if you are ordering produce in the week after that it's going to be very difficult to get it from those areas with a long shelf life or with um, a good amount of yield because that hot weather is going to cause there to be anomalies with the produce items and so just be aware as you're ordering mention it to your distributor see where they're pr- where they are ordering those products from so that you are not getting produce that's going to have that shorter shelf life that's going to make it more difficult for you to find it to be profitable uh, in the kitchen as you're serving. Uh, and then the third thing is look at where the markets are headed. So remember, uh, produce, a lot of these produce items um, are, are commodities and therefore um, there is market pricing around them. And so as the markets uh, change and shift, depending on what's happening, whether there's a weather anomaly that is causing there to be a um, less supply, or potentially there's a time period where there's more demand, it's going to cause the markets to fluctuate. And so um, if you don't know much about market pricing, there's a lot on a great website, proactusa.com, about what market pricing is all about and how to kind of figure it out. Um, But make sure you're having a good conversation with your distributor um, as you are talking about pricing for particular products. Once again, go for local produce right now, watch out for hot weather and make sure that you're talking to your distributor about the kind of pricing that they're giving you.
0: Thank you, Brian Den. That was a lot. That For a guy a that doesn't know much about produce, you sure sound like you know a lot about produce. Well, I, I've learned a bit. Up next, fresh from the front lines, this is a quick look at commodity updates that may impact you um, and how you're ordering uh, your produce. And first up is citrus. Citrus is having a, a tough go. There has been some heat waves uh, over here on the West Coast causing... Some shortages on lemons um, on all sizes, expected to last for a couple weeks. What we're hearing from the growers is that orders may be substituted or shorted to different sizes or different grades as they're trying to level this thing out. Um, Pricing is a lot higher than it historically has been and quality is is less than ideal. Um, What we're hearing is the best buy is the 115 count or higher and the choice grade fruit where it's available. And so you'd wanna talk to your distributor about um, substituting or finding the right fruit um, to match your meals. We also want to make you aware of the strawberry market, um, although it's been a record year and they've had great returns. Um, it's been hitting, hitting, getting hit a little hard recently, and we spoke to Vinny Lopes from Nature Ripe, um, who's going to tell us a little bit more about that. Vinnie. Well, Stephen,
2: it's actually been nothing but all-time record production, particularly for May and June. We saw production in California unlike we've never seen before. It was all-time record by far. So year to date, uh, we are tracking well above uh, prior years and really prior of any time we, we've had some extremely high yields year to date.
0: That's great. Uh, we've also heard that right now, uh, this week even, there's been some limited supplies at the tail end of this first peak uh, production season. Um, when do you expect the next peak? Well, Stephen, a
2: few things happened uh, back in late february and i think again in march we had some freezes that did a couple of things they they both uh they they gave the plants a lot of uh, a big shot of extra vigor and they also uh probably stunned the plant a little bit at the same time i'll try to explain but if you think about the strawberry plant you know we bring it down here to the salinas valley and watsonville and castorville blanco district valley floors and we we plant it as a row crop next to the leafy green products, but it's really unlike any of, any of the, its leafy green counterparts. Uh, these plants not only need some some type of chill component in them, which they usually get in the nursery when they're in their growing season before we bring them over to the valley floor and plant them. There's a there's a risk point at that point where if you get the extra cold and bring on the extra vigor. Um, then that can change the dynamics. And the timing and the sequence of the freezes that happened earlier this year is unlike anything we've ever had. We've never really had them with that type of timing or with these new generations of varieties, both public and uh, private varieties that we're growing now. So no one really knew what the response was going to be, but in retrospect, what looks to be happening is that shot of vigor was just shown in the months of may and june where we had by far record production of just millions of trays more per week for the industry in in may and june over any other week and ever in recorded time we're going through a little phase now i think it should last the next four to six weeks where we're going to start seeing production actually be in a little dip area probably till sometime mid uh august but then at the same time, not only will we start getting a new sets of flour up here where product will size up, because we did just have a little bit of sizing down after this mild heat spill that we just went through earlier this week, but we will also have a new district, uh, Santa Maria, which has plants that are summer planted. They'll just start be starting to produce by mid-August, early September, which will also raise the state's total availability of strawberries at that time. So I, I think there's still good supplies of strawberries from now through at least the end of October.
0: Yeah, you mentioned uh, the weather, and I know that berries get very susceptible to weather. Um, and you mentioned that recent warming trend. Um, how does what does that mean for the quality of strawberries um, coming out of our areas right now?
2: Well, right now the quality is still high, very good. Uh, strawberries like cool nights, which is the reason we grow them along the coast of California. The nights have gotten a little bit warmer, but we're still in mid fifties. But the critical component about that is is even if you start to get to the mid-50s, as long as the daytime highs and the nighttime lows are fairly close to each other, that's still uh, good weather for growing strawberries. So this is the time of the year where you know, have long days and the plants are past peak cycle, that you would start seeing uh, a little more tenderness, a little sizing down that happens naturally. But in general, this is still the only area on Earth where you can grow them grow them to the full color and ship them across country and still make good arrival because this is where, as they say, God meant strawberries be grown. This is the area where you can do that. You know, are berries as firm as they are in, in January? No, but they're still in decent shape, uh, particularly versus other things that we've seen in prior years. I think we're still in good shape uh, this summer.
0: Vinny, that's great. Uh, we, we're glad to have you. We um, we love uh, partnering with, with you guys and all the insights that you bring uh, not not to mention the great products that you put out. So I uh, wanted to say thank you for taking the time to tell us a little bit more about what's going on with strawberries. That wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much again to Vinnie Lopes of Nature Ripe for taking the time to chat with us about berries, Brian Denton, marketing extraordinaire at Proact for his tantalizing rundown of the produce industry and everyone else who made this podcast possible. And don't forget to visit colorfulplates.co for a ton of great resources, including fresh produce information, guides to ripeness, how-tos, tips and tricks, chef interviews, everything that matters to chefs in the food service industry from K through 12 to fine dining, uh, colorfulplates.co has got you covered. If you haven't, please take a second to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to drop us a line at podcast at colorfulplates.co and tell us what you think of the podcast. If you have any suggestions or ideas, we'd love to hear them. That's it for us today. This has been the colorful plates podcast. Stay fresh.